Welcome to Campfire Chronicles <laughs> episode 24. Uh, we are starting over after some malfunctions. Um, but the first thing I want to start off is uh, showing some pictures from our patrons. So if you don't know, our Patreon page has a community tab where a lot of people can share like their thoughts, their pictures, things like that. And uh, yeah, we're going to show them here and overlay some quick thoughts about them. And right now, we're, we are looking at William McKean's picture. It yeah. is a uh, Junction Lake in the Rocky Mountains. Mm -hmm. Looks very beautiful. The yes, kind of uh, alpine landscape that I. No, I I, it almost looks like glacier. Yeah, yeah, it's like the that Rocky Mountain landscape. But Junction it, Lake. I feel like I've heard that name. Junction yeah. Lake. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe not. But the it's kind of interesting how the clouds are rolling in right over the top there, and it gives it like an eerie feel to it. Does that look like the Sears to you? Because to me, the Rockies somehow look unique. Yeah, the, no, the Rockies are definitely very unique. From it's like the Rockies have more it's it have more grass. But, oh, yeah. And more deciduous, uh, deciduous trees there, mm. and it kind of gives it much more of like a picturesque like a look. Yeah. Well, well, the Sierras are definitely rockier, mm -hmm. which is sense. ironic. I yeah. guess. <laughs> and the second picture we are looking at today is uh, way off the trail, which is from Monongahela National Forest, hey. uh, not far from Tea Creek, which is where we had one of our episodes. Yeah. And very ferny looking forest, kind of reminds me of Allegheny. Um, yeah, actually, that's very true. Because Allegheny was covered with ferns. Yeah. And we still haven't had an episode with you in the eastern U.S., so... We haven't had an episode with me yeah. since I got back. We <clears throat> did? No, that was Algonquin. Well, Shawnee, I guess, maybe. But... Shawnee and Algonquin are the only two I've flown out here for. Yeah, and yeah. Those weren't... I mean, Algonquin definitely was, but it wasn't a hiking episode. Indeed. <laughs> so we are back, and I wanted to start off the discussion by talking about um, this section of the road trip, like the southwest portion. Not the actual episode right now, but just our actual, like, personal experiences. Mm. Behind the scenes, kind of. Um, and you were talking about Las Vegas. Yeah, so this is not the first take. <laughs> uh, but we were talking about how Las Vegas kind of... I, I don't know if people really noticed it too much, but Las, the part of what we did in Las Vegas got, in a sense, cut out mm. between the episodes because we didn't film. And that was because, you know, carrying a camera and a tripod around in Vegas, you never really know what the rules are with filming, like Thomas said, or just things like that. And we were really tired, so... Um, but we did talk about like how we gambled a little bit and, um, <clears throat> yeah, so, we, so me, Andrew and Robbie sat down to play blackjack and that was a really good experience <laughs> because the people were actually really friendly and like really open to help us. And I, I think if it was just me, I actually could have won some money, but as a net whole, we all lost money. I, I mean, that's just pure luck. Mm -hmm. It's not skill yeah. or anything. But didn't, didn't Robbie buy you in? He, he, no, no, so yeah, he yeah. got a hundred dollars. No, I'm just okay. saying, I'm just and saying then, like we each got, uh, like thirty a third of it to yeah. buy into the game. As an individual, yeah. I would have made money, but as a whole, we ended up losing like fifteen <laughs> bucks, which is unfortunate. Except but. for me, uh, I put some money into a slot machine, and uh, I got twenty five bucks, and then I lost all twenty five except the two, mm -hmm. and then I took the two, and got sixty, and I said, "That's it, we're done. I'm gonna go buy sausage burritos from here on to the rest of the." <laughs> Yeah. Rest of the journey. It's funny how that, like, fast food was such a... I mean, like, we ate really well, but also just fast food coffee. Wait, wait. If you mean by ate well in terms of we ate healthy, we did not eat healthy. <laughs> no. no, we ate, like, kings is what I mean. Yeah. We ate well, very unhealthily, but it was a lot maybe, of really good food. Like, kings is maybe too strong, but, like, we did eat tasty stuff. Um, 
but no, yeah, like coffee from the fast food places was such a ubiquitous part of that experience. And the morning sausage burritos from McDonald's, 300 calories <laughs> with hot sauce. That'll get you going in the day with the coffee. <laughs> well, it started out like in the beginning of the road trip, it would be you and Robbie getting the coffee because you guys were the only ones who got up early. And then later towards the road trip, as we all started getting more and more tired and we all started getting up later and later, <laughs> we would all just go out and get like iced coffees and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was good times though. Yeah. I think like one time, so in the episode we were getting Mexican food one time, I think you and Thomas, like you two left to get coffee or something. Oh yeah, I wanted to go get Just a like a constant, brew, a constant Starbucks. Starbucks. Oh. And this was in was Arizona. A, wait, you guys went and gotten Mexican food? We were, no, we just, no, we no, we just all, got Mexican food. Oh, we had just gotten it. And then I went to go to Kroger, which had a Starbucks, and you came with me. Mm. You know, one thing that strikes me um, about the Southwest is just like, the fact that it was windy all the time. Oh, yeah. Because, like, that was the case both at Monument Valley and in Tucumcari. Tucumcari in particular. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't uh, remember it, but they I were both They were both really windy. Oh, yeah. I think Tucumcari was more noticeable just because we had that the smaller night we had with the smaller tents. <laughs> well, I just know that because my tent's uh, ruined in my closet. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. The metal? How ruined is it? It's workable, but... Can't you just buy, like, can you buy the metal poles separately? No, you can't. You sure? I'm almost certain that you could probably buy... Well, you could take it to an REI, right? Well, I, I, I took it to an REI hoping to buy the little... Uh, the What do you call them? The things that you stick the in pegs. the ground? The pegs. Uh-huh. And I said... Um, I, miss, I misspoke and I said the... Shoot the, the support rods. I, yeah, I said I'm looking for the rod or something like that. Like, oh, oh we don't sell those. Oh. I was like, oh. Well, but I th- REI is is generally pretty good about their stuff. So I feel like if you went there and said like, my thing's bent, can I get like this fixed or something? But anyways, that's that's something else. <laughs> um, not a sponsor for REI, <laughs> but we do. <laughs> I'm not do a like sponsor for anybody really. No, yeah, like, <laughs> I, people often think we are, and yeah. it's like no. Guys, you sold out. Like, to whom? Yeah, like, we <laughs> we've sold out to Mother Nature. <laughs> Anyways, so we've got some questions here. Yeah, let's um, let's get some comments and questions. Yeah. Um, so, first, Jason Bourgeois says the standout part from him uh, for this most recent episode was how stunning the landscape was. That's yeah. I agree with that. I think uh, one so of the, iconic. One of the things I said, I think it was towards the end when we we're at uh, to to Carey. Is it Tucumcari? Tucumcari. Mm-hmm. See, I always thought it was Tutumcari. I thought that's what you guys were saying. Like Tutan Common or something? No, it's I don't tucum, know. It's yeah, like, like the, <laughs> the You could argue Tucumcari or Tucumcari, but, but okay. it's definitely um, Well, when I, when I was watching the video, I saw you guys look at the sign. It said Tucumcari or whatever, and I was like, oh, that's what it is. Anyways, <laughs> um, but I think I think it was during the, the part when we were camping there when I said one of the things that um, really stood out to me was... Uh, the Southwest, the scenery and just like the environment is something you don't really see anywhere else in the U.S. except for that part. Mm-hmm. And since that was like basically my f- first time really going through that area, it was just wild to me how different it was. Um, just constant flatlands, deserts, and then just rocks jutting out of the, like huge like rocks jutting out of the ground. It's crazy, but it was very beautiful. I remember when I was on the uh, Finder Park expedition like three years ago, we were driving from Colorado to Albuquerque, actually, um, to fly out of there. Albuquerque? (laughs) (laughs) I remember just like seeing all the cliffs and like how colorful they were and it was just like, it was mind blowing. And we saw a lot of that on this. Mm -hmm. And it never got old. Like, just never. Yeah. You know, you grow up and you read about the great American West 
and it definitely paints a picture in your mind. And I got to say, traveling through it, it lives up to that expectation. Yeah. yeah, you can yeah. you can totally see how they would have seen that area and been like, "This is like this is what's going to be iconic," mm-hmm. you know? And because it is. It's not just like how it looks; it's how it feels too. Because it's just so vast and like you just really feel like you're rugged and out there. Like that's I don't know. That's the feeling I kept getting in Monument Valley. But. Yeah. Okay, so James Blackburn says that. Uh, and by the way, James Blackburn is the person that we feature in the uh, Albuquerque section. It's a local. And he says one of his favorite sections of part two is when we split up for the hike in Zion. Um, yeah, I... Here's a question for you all. Do you want to go back eventually and do the opposite hikes? No. Nope. Wait, really? Yeah, no, I do. I'd, I'd go back and do the Narrows all the way to Wall Street. Okay, yeah. I, but I, ha- I after seeing what they did at Angel's Landing, I have no desire to go, <laughs> at least to the part with the chains. I, I'd go up to the part before that. But I don't think I would go all the way up to literally where Angel's Landing was. Cause that's too much for me. I would do it your. I would do your part if I had the right gear. So yeah. if I had the rubber pants and. Oh yeah, that would be you know. that would totally be doable. At the very least, if I went back and did the narrows, um, I would. I could do it without the rubber pants and everything, but I would 100% bring uh, a hiking pole. Yeah. That was the big mm. thing that I feel like I missed out on, because once you have that, you feel a lot more stable and steady and you can you feel like you can move more someone was saying that the narrows is a lot warmer in the summer i mean which makes sense but like the actual water too yeah, oh, yeah. Um, but i think i would want to do angel's landing just because it like it's i'm really scared of heights but that would be awesome to experience i think it was mm. it was something else yeah um san mar one says west of the mississippi is so much better than the east in terms of natural beauty in his opinion or in their opinion uh curious as to what others think now i just took a road trip from Ohio to Maine, mostly because I wanted to see the New England mountains. Um, and hike. I'm upset you took that without me. <laughs> we talked about this, man. I know. Well, we can. I, I got some good <laughs> intel. We can plan. A so I, I hiked uh, Mount Katahdin, which is the terminus of the Appalachian Trail, and it was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. But and there's a caveat. It wasn't the same. Mm-hmm. You know, they were mountains. They were gorgeous. But they weren't like, it didn't like play your heart in the same way when you see mm-hmm. those snow capped Tetons or the clear waters running through the mm-hmm. Rocky Mountains or Mount Whitney up top through the Alabama hills. Mm-hmm. You can't beat that. I mean, I would say that I agree in the sense that everything I've always seen when I go out west has always been more impressive to me. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, part of me wants to say that's just bias because I live here and I'm used to everything that I see here. Mm-hmm. But it just, it just, that's just how it feels. Like, you know, Yosemite, Yellowstone, uh, the Rocky Sierras, California, everything out there is just so unique and so beautiful. Um, so it's just hard to say. See, that's interesting. I was actually kind of talking about this on my live stream a couple days ago. And I... I think it really does have to do like with where you grew up, but for me, it's like the West is like this amazing, exciting, majestic place to go and explore, and the East is kind of like the Shire in Lord of the Rings, and it's like, it's a very, it's it's not like blowing your mind, but it's also just, it feels like home, and like, part of that is also because like, the plants are more familiar and stuff, but it's just like, a familiar landscape, and it's really equally appealing, but in a different way, mm-hmm. and yeah, I don't know, I, I feel like, uh forget what I was about to say, but it's just like, 
so different. And I'm really curious what people who grew up out west think. Um, Having lived out west for four years, one of the things I miss most about Ohio was how green Ohio was and how... Wet. Wet wet is a good word, but how diverse the animal life was out here. Mm -hmm. That's true. Listening to the birds. That is actually true uh, in terms of the greenness, Mm -hmm. because although that this is going to probably be in part three, but I definitely noticed as we drove up from Texas, you could visibly see how much it was getting greener. Oh, yeah. Um, By the end, it was just like green grass and full green trees on the side of the roads. Mm, Absolutely. Yeah. It's very nostalgic. (laughs) So, uh, let's see. Oops. So Sanwar says... No, that's what we just did. What we just talked about. (laughs) 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 Seth Dombach says, incredible episode. Uh, Love the discussion of native people and Chinese rail workers. Seeing the country has it made you feel more connected to the land and the people. Um, man, that's a difficult question to answer. Mm. I think for me, like, something that I feel is that as you're driving, like, because you're not just flying from point A to point B, you're actually driving all across the country, mm-hmm. you really, really get an idea for how all these different cultures are blending together in communities. So, like, with the Southwest, it was a lot of, like, people from Central and South America, but also, like, indigenous people. And it's mm. just, it's really interesting to see those cultures blending together. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah, I would say that's that's how I felt, too. And Well, for me, what stood out, stands out in my mind, is the diversity of the environment and ecosystems that you see as we drove across. And with that, you also see the diversity of the people. Mm change as you go through that you know as we drove so although i didn't haven't really thought thought about it too much or dwelled on it but i would say that yeah i I guess you could say i feel a bit more connected to the land in the sense that i feel a bit more familiar with everything Mm -hmm. the only thing not the only thing one of the big things that i kept thinking about and this might just be because you know i was raised with a very um euro i don't know if eurocentric education in mind but i kept thinking how on earth did pilgrims get from mm. east of the mississippi out to california by by way yeah. of you know transcontinental passage yeah so it's so rough it, it's so rough <laughs> and you know you're sitting there like i'm i, I can barely go gas station to gas station without getting my <laughs> cold brew coffee <laughs> <laughs> finding a drop of water <laughs> two like, years ago and you're in like an air conditioned vehicle that yeah. goes like sixty miles per hour. Yeah. Listening to Star yeah. Wars for the sixth time. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought about that, and Did I we also... hear the conclusion of that Star Wars book. <laughs> I can't remember. You fall asleep. I, 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 yeah. um, I thought about John Muir too, and you know he didn't necessarily go across the country, but I do kind of just wonder, like, what would you be thinking if your whole life you lived in Ohio? And then you decided to move across the country, and you're like, oh, you know, for the last 30 years, I've seen nothing but green, and I've never seen a picture of the Southwest. I just be like, I feel like you'd just be like, oh my God. (laughs) Just constantly. But at the same time, you know, you are at the risk of so many factors out there, Mm. you know, whether that's other robbers, people trying to kill you, dehydration, dehydration, wind. Yeah, disease, bears, at some point. Food, exactly. <laughs> so you know, it's it's a it's hard to appreciate that when everything out there is trying to kill you. 
So Joel K says, were there any places you wanted to stop and see along the way but didn't have enough time to go? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, there, there was yes. definitely a lot of places. Like, if we had more time, I would have liked to go through, like, uh, Utah and hit up, like, um, what is it, Bryce? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Bryce National. Um, I would have loved to see Arches. Arches, yeah. the, These were the list of places that I wanted to go and was on my first itinerary. By the way, my first itinerary, we would still be doing the road trip right now. Wait, really? <laughs> Are you, wait, no, I mean, no, no. no. That's like six months. It's been like four months. Yeah, I don't know why. Well, the time has flown so quickly. Like, I still think it's like June or something, but no, no. <laughs> I we forgot it's almost August. We would have stopped by the Grand Canyon, Bryce, Grand Canyon Arches, Mesa Verde, Great Sand Dunes. Um, uh, we would have gone down to... Our, our road trip map would have looked like... Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, what was the... Um, Carlsbad Caverns, down su- southwestern Texas. Wait, how long would that actually have been, though? It would have probably added on an extra week or two. Okay, wow. Um, what, was the, what was the other one? Southwestern Texas is uh, Big, Big Bend. Bend. Big Bend. Yeah. All right. Um, that was, was that it? Oh, Area 51. Oh, that would have been cool. That would have been a possibility. Gila, Petrified Forest would be would have been another one. Um, horseback riding. Oh, really? Somewhere in there. <laughs> just were, these just were, randomly. Horseback riding. Like, no, Doesn't were, matter where. I, I wrote these down. I didn't actually like research and say, yeah. okay, well, this is a company we can go. But mm, yeah. I mean, these were all ideas that I had. had. Wow. Yeah. It's like, it's like we, we still make some distance on the horses. We just have someone like <laughs> pulling the cars behind us. It's like, well, we traveled 10 miles on these horses. <laughs> Time to... Yeah, no. Mesa Verde, I feel like you all would have really enjoyed. Mm. It's just so cool, but I can't even imagine how worn out we would have been if that. Yeah, if we like, had, I don't think even we if we had just added on like five more destinations, four or five more destinations, like wow, we would have been. We were done. Yeah. By the time we hit Nashville, <laughs> which is a good segue into the next question from Alex yeah. Tessman, which is, did you encounter any difficulties or challenges filming an episode focused more on culture and people than on nature and the backpacking slash hiking process? That's actually a really good question. That's not where I thought it was going to go, but. I, if you notice, I'd say if you have an idea, no, go for it. Cut me off. If you notice, this episode was definitely very different than anything else you guys had done before. Mm-hmm. And I, I credit everyone else besides me because I didn't do a <laughs> you lick credit. I didn't do a lick. You planned the trip. You planned the trip. Yeah. yeah. But um, you know, it was definitely more of a an experience on culture than it was hiking. Sure, the first part in Zion was hiking. Mm-hmm. We'll always try and have that nature component. But after that. We talk about how this area used to be part of Mexico. We talk about the Native Americans. We talk mm-hmm. about the Native American struggles. Then we go into um, Albuquerque, right? Albuquerque. And we talk about some of the you know the foundings of that and mm-hmm. ghost mm-hmm. stories. And then we end. I, I actually didn't watch after the credits. Do we talk about Route sixty six? I don't think so. Don't know. <laughs> that no. That actually might be the next part because that's the morning of in Tucumcari. Okay. That's when we sort of talk yeah. a bit. And about we were that. supposed to talk about green versus red chili a little bit more there was some of that in the credits yeah i feel like so in the public release of the episode we might actually shift some stuff around with the albuquerque scene so yeah. we'll yeah. see how that turns out differently but um to to uh also in regard to alex's question um in terms of difficulties or challenging any challenges filming this i feel like we didn't really feel out of our uh, element in terms of filming because when it comes to filming when we're camping 
um, or when you're out in nature or when you're just in a new place. It's all about that natural curiosity. You know, you go to a place and you want to soak in everything. You want to enjoy everything and just look at everything. So when we go to places, just having that inquisitive nature mm-hmm. helps us just naturally want to film these things. And then, I mean, on top of that, though, having, you know, really helpful and great people like uh, James Blackburn, and then um, in the later ones, you'll, or, um, you'll, you'll see the state parkers. And, oh, yeah, and, yeah. I mean, I guarantee Albuquerque would have been completely different for us if we didn't have, if James hadn't mm-hmm. been there to, like, show us around and, and tell us about the history and the, of the place and things like that. We would have seen a lot of the same things, but I feel like it would have felt more like mm-hmm. we were just tourists. Yeah, know? two thoughts come up for me. Um, in terms of editing, I actually don't think it was that different from editing a normal episode. Um, partly because we've also done some like past videos and episodes that deal a little bit with culture. But in terms of filming, I'd say one challenge, like like you said, with the people that we knew, it was really easy to get them to talk on camera. They were happy to share all this information. But I would say that there's also like people that we filmed that I wish we could have had more from them, but like we didn't really want to take up their time yeah. or like get too in their face. Yeah. Well, so, like, the, like James and the State Parkers, they're both YouTubers, right, so they're, right. they're comfortable with the camera. But, like, Mark at the tent site in Monument Valley, it would have been so cool to, like, hear more of his, thought, uh, yeah. his thoughts and stuff, but yeah. we don't want to, like, take up all his time. And, yeah. But, yeah. Um, so. Oops. So, South says, hey, guys, loved the episode. Um, Hello to everyone who yeah. just joined, by the way. <laughs> James Blackburn says, you guys had a lot of interesting meals uh, at, as you crossed the country. What were some of the highlights along the way? Or along the way? Hmm. So should we talk about the entire road trip with let's this? Just or, the yeah. Let's just talk about the food. Right let's now. just talk. Let's just go through and talk about our favorite. No, I mean, in terms of, like, should we just focus on the Southwest? No, just Southwest. Okay, yeah. There's yeah. no point in talking about anything else. All right, okay. so. Hmm. Oh, well, one thing that stands out. I know what Andrew's going to say. The fry bread? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the fry bread. So fry bread is like a Native American food kind of came about because of like government rations and stuff but it's basically like fried bread fried dough i mean it's it's in the name i didn't have to explain that at all it's savory yeah it's savory it's not sweet um Mm -hmm. so we had that with some like vegetable and meat stew it's like i don't know it was really good really satisfying but what made it really cool is like eating it at the navajo capital especially since it has this like connection to their history and their story yeah hmm well my favorite meal don't think well it's not in the episode so i can't mention it yet (laughs) um but in regards to the parts that are out hmm i have it's tough i have a runner up well i'll let you do you have anything oh yes i do (laughs) those mcdonald's sausage breakfasts (laughs) (laughs) now let me tell you yeah now we tell you three about that one dollar menu (laughs) one dollar three hundred calories that's not Let's not promote McDonald's on our podcast. <laughs> He's loving it. <laughs> no, uh, I think my favorite was when James Blackburn took us to Albuquerque's uh, El Pollo Loco, not not knockoff, but Twisters, where, they, yeah. Yeah, where they filmed that, and mm. we got to try. And this is why I wish we had more of it: the difference between red chili and green chili, mm. and that was just so good. How it's just you know you, you really could taste the difference. Too. Yeah, and mm-hmm. the and that's such a staple of New Mexico that you literally see it on their license plates. You can get a custom license plate with a green chili 
or a red chili mm-hmm. if you're one or the other. And yeah. it's it's a big, it's like a OSU Michigan rivalry. For <laughs> yeah. Those, oh yeah. For the like for lovers of one type of chili. I've got to give a shout out to tripe tacos. <laughs> Uh, on a side note, actually, you know how they always give you tacos with two? Yeah. Ta- you know why? Didn't you say it was because, like, in case the first one breaks or something? Actually, well, I actually asked my coworker who's Mexican, and he said it's because since corn is, like, their bread, essentially, they give you that because it fills you up. Oh. So it's like, just the tacos, you know, like, if you got three tacos, you look at it and you're like, oh, this wouldn't be enough food. <laughs> See... <laughs> I always like all the stuff that falls out of my taco, but yeah. use the second. I'm sure. I'm sure that's yeah. also like another yeah. purpose. But uh, okay, so in terms of my favorite meal, um, one, one one that actually stood out to me was that little. I think this was on the trip. Was the little burger place we stopped by, or was that later? Which, no, that was way later. Oh, that was later. You're talking about the one in like Kentucky or something. Oh, like the really small. Oh, one. I'm confusing that one with the uh, El Pollo Loco. The one we, the place we went to after, in the morning of Tucumcari. Oh, that diner? Oh, yeah. 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 Mm, man, I can't... I would have to say El Pollo Loco, then. I actually really like those burgers. And, uh, Los Pollos Hermanos, sorry. It's Los Pollos. Oh, yeah. El Pollo Loco is a real place, isn't El Pollo Loco, yeah. Oh. El Pollo Loco is a real place. Right. Los Pollos Hermanos is the fake place in Breaking Bad. Twisters is, is the real <laughs> yeah. restaurant that they filmed Breaking Bad in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so, green or red chili? Uh, green. Mm, I'm going to go green. I think. Just because it had more flavor. I think, yeah, I think I liked the green chili better. Well, the red is spicy. I don't know. Both. That's the, yeah. that's the real <laughs> one. Uh, Daryl Anderson says, hey guys, loved uh, both road trip episodes. Question. A lot has been made of how difficult it was for all you to be with each other day after day. Was it really that bad? Yes. <laughs> um, no, for the, okay, for the most part, no. I would say for as long, for being stuck with each other, Literally the entire day, <laughs> it wouldn't have been as bad as you think. I'm changing my answer to yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it was good with everyone else. Yeah, no, no. Up up until this up until road trip part two, like everything was great. I think it really just started. We started getting on people's nerves towards the end. Yeah. Well, we mentioned it earlier, but Thomas and I had already been together for like. Two yeah, that's weeks. true. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, it was two weeks. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah. But so it's like the dynamic was. A little, I mean. Like, it's not like we were mad at each other or anything. Like, we were bickering and stuff, but there was always this self-awareness of it, and we would always laugh about it. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, there were still moments where we were kind of just like, okay, I gotta, like, switch it up and we can ride with somebody else. Yeah, and it's not like, it's not like you were mad or upset at the other person. You just wanted variety, I think. Except once. <laughs> when, I was, when, we were, when I was legitimately mad that you were taking... I'm going to say three hours to get the fire going in Zion. It did not take three hours. Okay, I'll concede. It took like... It took 45 minutes. Like 30 minutes max. In Andrew's defense and not in his defense, it always takes him forever to get fire started. And I always get annoyed. if you watch the episode, him making the fire is about 80% of the episode. (laughs) Well, it's just because... Let me know. I'm curious. Well, I was going to say, I actually have faith Andrew could start a fire normally or quickly... If they didn't have to film every little minute process. That is a big part of it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, okay, I'm feathering the stick. Okay, no, that hold really, on. That is a big okay. part. Okay, now I'm going to put the sticks on the fire. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Okay, now I'm going to spark it. Okay, hold on. Because, <laughs> and, like, as much as everyone else in Adventure Archives might not understand, that is actually really entertaining to watch for a lot of people. It's like preparing the Said Andrew, is the it, man who makes the fires. It, <laughs> it's kind of in the same no, way I, that you guys are convinced that everyone knows that that was a Breaking Bad <laughs> scene. When I tell, I'm telling you, Breaking Bad isn't as popular as you think it is. 
I don't know. As somebody who worked in television, I can tell you, <laughs> right? Not everyone is going to get that. In fact, but, most people aren't. Gonna but get most people that. have some sense that Breaking Bad is no. a TV show. No, no. no. Okay, well. <laughs> Please, if you disagree, let me know. I, I am actually really curious to hear everyone's thoughts. Andrew, why, is you, why do you have so much trouble scrolling? <laughs> it's this thing. Okay. Sanwar says, wow, Thomas, that road trip sounds great. Uh, Luigi Morini says, made it home in time. Always missed the live stuff. Ah, glad you can make it. Thank West you for joining Coast. us. Uh, thoroughly enjoying the road trip so far. Thank, Thank you. you. Seth says, James will like this. My house was built in the 1750s, and as I'm laying here, lights just came on by themselves. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Seth, I... Uh, Get out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Good luck. Well, I, need, I need a young priest and an old priest. We'll keep you virtual company and, you know. <laughs> in these trying times. Yes. Erland says, uh, I don't know what to ask because you guys are, like, in the middle of something. Oh, no, you can ask, ask whatever. whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he does. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, so. Yeah, this isn't really that road trip related. Do yeah. you guys have uh, still have a regular job or have you become full-time adventure archives? You're full time currently. Yeah. You're full time adventure archives. I I work as uh, IT. Yeah. Graduate school. Yeah. So Apple Kid says the fry bread looks delicious. I need to try it someday. Uh, yeah. You know, it's funny because I had had uh, fry bread one time in Columbus, and I feel like it was actually kind of different. I mean, you can't go wrong with fried bread. But <laughs> <laughs> it's bread. I just and feel it's like fried. it was it's slightly good. different, but they're both jo good. Jonathan Mulberry's at the Radiohead concert. Look at that. Oh. I hope. Wow. Oh, okay. Not, not, okay. The, not just for this. They sounded <laughs> I was going to say. So bad okay. They were in Columbus just a few yeah. days ago. Well, good to see you, Jonathan Mulberry. Absolutely. Speaking of which, Jonathan Mulberry says, you guys have been slaying the new episodes. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Uh, did you guys camp at Watchmen or South Campground? South, South Campground. Camp Camp okay. Yeah. How come I... Well, I was about to ask, why don't I know that, but... It's just like my well, nature. for me in my head, since we, we I looked at that map constantly because mm -hmm. we were taking the, the buses, I was like, okay, the campgrounds down. At the oh, we so it must be South Campground. We were originally going to camp at Watchmen, but something better came up at South, and we just took that. Yeah. Uh oh, he's talking about radio. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so South says he likes my bushcraft, so thank you, South. I'm glad you appreciate that. No, no, no. I don't. I don't dislike Andrew's bushcraft. <laughs> I just wish that when we got to a campsite and we're hungry and we're cold, <laughs> it didn't take 30 minutes to get a fire started. Well, see, this is why we're taking this camping trip this weekend. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, we're all going on a camping trip really soon where we're not filming just yeah, to, just to it, rekindle our friendship. <laughs> <laughs> to appreciate what makes camping great without having to film it. <laughs> Any news on the AAT shirts? Um, Stay tuned. I yeah. That's a short answer. <laughs> Um, Sandwar says Breaking Bad is probably my second favorite show after Seinfeld. Good taste. Good taste. Oh, but he agrees with Thomas. He says most people have heard of it, but but see, people have heard. Of I it. never watched. Not it, a lot. But of I had heard of it. Yeah, heard but of it. like you, you've heard of it. You don't know. Okay, I know meth is blue. I know somebody wears a hat. Uh, well, I think the big thing here would be at least like overseas people. Like, oh, because like, maybe, maybe yeah. it's not as popular over there. Maybe. Welcome, William William McKean, by the way. Okay, so someone named Videos says, Hey guys, I've been really enjoying your latest videos around the West Coast. I'm located in the Bay Area. Thank Thanks you. Videos. Thank you so much. Um, Alex Tessman says, Regarding the vegetation, you touch on the similarities and differences between Eastern and Western plants. Did anything surprise you about the flora you saw in your trip across the Southwest? Mm, so, I got really excited when I saw cacti. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I, I don't know why. 
I was like, Andrew, there's a prickly pear. Well, and he was like, so? Well, because I had also been in California for like two weeks, and I'd just been seeing them all but over. there was one cactus I saw that I didn't see the entirety of the trip afterwards. It was, like, they had round, oh, they were yeah. completely round and really long spikes. I saw it at the first place we stopped at, at the Alabama, Alabama foothills. Yeah, yeah, um, right. And I took a picture of it. Oh, no, I didn't take a picture of it. I should have. There's, there's one flora that really makes a, an appearance I know what this in the next episode, yeah. but it was definitely prevalent in this episode as well. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, it's a... Uh, I was going to say the scientific name, but it just popped out of my head. The tumbleweed, right? Yes. Yeah. Which, actually, that was something surprising, is how many tumbleweeds there were. Oh, yeah. Like, because you watch the cartoons, and you think, like, one rolls across every hour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, <laughs> like five a minute or something. There, there is a god of tumbleweed out there, and he was smiting us right now. <laughs> it was really satisfying to, like, drive into them, though, and they would just smash. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I had to pick one out. One piece of tumbleweed got stuck in my grill for the entire road mm-hmm. trip, and it's now sitting above my toilet. <laughs> there was one moment where I pulled it out, because I was like, Are you serious? Yeah. Oh. I was gonna be like Thomas. Look, this is still in here, and you're just like, no. Like I wanted to keep that in there. I was like, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the piece that's above my toilet right now. The the other surprising thing is in certain parts of Zion, there were there were some vegetation that really resembled. I mean, it's basically the same kind of species that you'd see in an eastern forest because it was like adjacent to the river and there's a lot of moisture there, even though it's in a desert environment. Uh, videos also says my wife oh wait no there's something else oh man <laughs> this is going really smoothly video says my friends and I have been on several of the same trails that you went on such as uh, Ventana Flats and Angel's Landing hey. Daryl Anderson says you should do two fires one for the camera one real for off camera it's like Agreed. a cooking that's show no, that's, that's what we're going to do really now good. me and Robbie are going to be off to the side using our lighters and our tinder, tinder joints and Andrew's going to be up there going, but then you don't get the real relief and also the band I get the relief because I've eaten food by the time you're done I'll have the food ready yeah. it's like a, like in a cooking show it's like now I've made this dough here ahead of time it's like now what you're going to do is you're going to start this fire for 30 minutes but I've already got what started over here James Blackburn said he actually did two episodes of Breaking Bad and two episodes of Better Call Saul. I remember you saying that, actually. Um, I love working on both of those shows for New Mexico. Those shows are huge. There's even a tour in the RV. Oh, I remember seeing the flyers for that, too. Definitely, yeah, definitely in New Mexico. I'm yeah, sure yeah. that's big. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember going to one of my neighbors and saying, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, have you started, have you watched Game of Thrones? Or does he, or like... Does my neighbor's son watch Game of Thrones? Oh, does he watch Game of Thrones? He says, oh, he doesn't play video games anymore. <laughs> oh, man. You never heard of Game of Thrones, and Game of Thrones is so much bigger than Breaking Bad. Yeah. Uh, Seth Domax says, the editing has always been excellent, but I think even more so it has become super cinematic. Which Thank films? You. Uh, which films? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which if you meant to ask per- No, sorry. That's, that's- okay, so video said, just wanted to tell you guys to keep up the good work. Thank you so much. William McKean says, any particular theme for this stream? So, William, uh, we're kind of focusing on the Southwest episode right now. Yeah. Um, we've mostly been taking questions and stuff. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, questions and comments, really. Yeah. We've got uh, 26 viewers. That's the most ever for a Patreon stream, yeah, actually. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think we would get a lot because of how I guess. It is, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe, uh, well, whatever. <laughs> Video uh, says, would love to do some more interesting backpacks around here, such as the Lost Coast Trail in Northern California. Yeah. Did you watch our um, our trip to Point Reyes? That's yeah, as, you should check that out. Yeah, that's as close as we, we've gotten. But we definitely want to go back to the West Coast and do some more. Like, uh, a full episode on Big Sur would be awesome. 
Oh, so Steph, which oh, films or shows are the, are the most influential in your style? I oh uh, Parts Unknown I feel like is a really big influence. That is a great show. Parts and Unknown. I'm really sad that Anthony Bourdain passed away. But um, you guys have anything? Or? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you do. Parts Unknown was big. Um, I liked. If if I had if I did the show my way, it would be a historical documentary. And nobody wants that. <laughs> like so Ken would, Burns does. So I would say Ken Burns National Parks, America's Best Idea. Yeah. I, I can't say I would... I can't say that I actually would have in, influence or style. Hmm. Um, so it's really hard for me to answer that question. Videos says his wife wants to ask, why do I wear jeans when I hike? That So one, I only did that in the early episodes. But two, also, I my whole thing is like... What matters most is your attitude most of the time. Like, it's better to have better gear. And in certain situations, you will need better gear. But in general, if you're just hiking in the woods, like, you can tough it out. This, this, is, the, this is the rule that I keep telling Andrew. Safety's first. Then enjoyment. Then comfort. Comfort and enjoyment kind of intertwine, though. Yeah. But jeans yeah. will not make me unsafe. If you're, if you're hiking outside in the winter and they get frozen. Right, yeah, but... That's that. That was the exceptional so, situation. That, that's safety. So you know, if you're also, in a situation where water. But well, like, see, if that's, if that's actually what made me switch from um, just wearing like Adidas like gym pants to what I wear now, is because after Wayne, I noticed how, even though those were relatively lightweight for like hot weather, I just noticed how long it took for them to get dry and how much water they held. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna get something so that. I can wear it on comfortable in hot weather, but if it rains, it'll dry off, like, in, a, in an hour. But chances are, like, in the early fall or something, it won't be a life-threatening situation. I'm not saying go wear jeans. I'm just saying, like, you can tough it out. And also, jeans were originally designed as, like, an outdoor pants for, like, farmers and stuff. It's my understanding, at least. Like, it's rugged and able to withstand, like, wear and tear. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not the best uh, thing to hike. If you want the real answer, it's because Andrew really doesn't care enough to go out and get pants for camping well uh, actually so it's not so much that i don't care it's just that like for a lot of t a lot of time my attitude was like i want to make do with what i've got and i want to reject like having to buy all this stuff and don't get me wrong like good gear really helps but my attitude overall is like go with as little as you can <laughs> make do with what you have yeah um, safety though safety if you do mm -hmm. mount whitney and jeans you're gonna hurt mm -hmm. okay so Erland is asking if our friends are aware of Adventure Archives. They are. Um, I feel like some of them watch it more than others, though. <laughs> it's like, we make sure they're aware. <laughs> uh, so who's going to be Yoko and come in and break up the Adventure Archives crew? That's a, <laughs> that's a funny question. <laughs> I don't know. How, how could we know that at this point, right? <laughs> it's just going to be us, ourselves. Us, us as a whole is the Yoko. It's, the, it's our alter egos. <laughs> I, honestly, um, also welcome up Trail Seventy One. Yep. Uh, so this is kind of off topic, so I won't dwell on it very long. But I've, I've always thought that, you know, if you're going to get involved with someone, they should at least share this passion with you. You know, right? Mm -hmm. Like, if, if you were to meet someone and they had zero interest in the fact that you go camping and film this YouTube channel and never talk to you about it, then it's like, why? Like, what, what's the point there? Like, this is like, it's such a huge part of our life and it's such a huge passion. It's, it's like, you like force them to watch your videos all the time. It's like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it, it, I don't think a relationship would last if they didn't care about that, mm. that 
be something that was such a huge passionate part of your well, life. Well, it's like, so. I don't think they have to care but about it. That, just nope, they're not end of discussion. But, yeah. <laughs> we're, not, we're not going anymore into that. Um, <laughs> I disagree, but we won't go into it anymore. Of course you disagree, <laughs> Yoko. Jonathan Mulberry says, have you Ouch. guys been focusing on uh, recording more episodes or just on the editing? So far, just the editing, but we are getting around to planning our next filming trip. So stay tuned for news on that. And also, are you caught up on Westworld? I'm not. Nope. But some of the music was inspired by that. <laughs> yes. Okay, so... Uh, the video says some of his friends have been on the Point Reyes Trail. It's really beautiful. Very true. Jonathan Mulberry says, Now that you've been to Zion, how big is your desire to get back uh, in a few days or even a week? <laughs> I've been twice in the past year. I mean, I'd like to go back, but it's probably not going to happen that soon. But... No. The, is he specifically saying Zion? Yeah. Because if it's Zion, I mean, I'd like to go back, but just the logistics of planning a trip, mm. it's... Um, it's difficult. Yeah. A lot, there's been a lot going on yeah. for all of us, so. Okay, let's see. Yeah, we are struggling to catch up, so. Uh, yeah, I don't know what I don't know what these message retracteds are. If you're trying to post a link, then the YouTube chat, uh, I think, automatically removes those. Um, so, Alex actually said he appreciated the more slightly casual approach. And it makes it more accessible. Thank you. Yeah, well, that, that's the thing, is that you can notice from the beginning of our videos how inexperienced we are based mm -hmm. just like even if you just look at our gear and our clothing how inexperienced we are and we've definitely grown and learned a lot more and some like in the bottom line is that when it comes to you wearing jeans or whatever it's it's preference mm -hmm. like if it's not really a hindrance then it's mostly preference i will say though we have gotten a lot of flack on reddit in particular for our mistakes and they said oh we you know their cinematography is beautiful, but I don't like watching them because you know, they don't teach good hiking practices. Like what? <laughs> no, they, like, like what's like, a good hiking practice? Like getting taking the wrong trailhead in Shenandoah. That that's life, though. I mean, you can't just assume. Okay, not going on the map. <laughs> let's let's not I'm, dwell on this I'm topic not, too much. Yeah, but. people have like given us criticism for being I think for anyone, like using Google. Anyone like, who's having, watching this show right or this podcast right now gets it though. Like they get what we're trying to get at, and it's not. Yeah. Like, well, we're, uh, hold on, yeah. I have to get this off my chest. If you feel that you are so good at camping that you can criticize others, then you have better have have better had a perfectly a perfect history of camping and never have made a mistake, okay? Because if you have never made a mistake in your career of hiking, then maybe you can go and criticize people. But what we're showing is the true nature of hiking. Mistakes happen, you have to learn from them. Mm. I mean, why do you think survival shows became a thing? It's because people were like, oh, well, well it happens if I get in this situation. Because that happens. Bear Grylls exists, I think we're safe. <laughs> <laughs> We've watched plenty of Bear Grylls, we know what we're doing. Okay, anyways. Um, okay, so... <laughs> Rant over. Okay, so I think that we should talk a bit more about the trip uh yes yeah wait did you skip a bunch of questions there were some but i mean i think we covered most of it but sorry we gotta go back on that. yeah yeah so let's let's talk about i mean how did you feel because i remember in monument valley you were finally starting to feel like a little relaxed no it was the opposite oh really <laughs> in monument valley i was like i'm getting so overwhelmed right now it's you know i've been doing nothing but driving and um i had done all this planning i'm like this is Finally, the time that I can sit here and relax, and I was just so tired in Monument Valley that I didn't come out and join you guys because I just needed my own alone time for a bit. Because I was, for me, it was a little tougher because you guys were going 
back home. I was leaving mm-hmm. the home I had made for myself with everything in my back, going to a place that you know has a lot of uncertainty for me. So, interesting. That was kind of the realization. I'm out of California. Mm-hmm. And I'm not coming back anytime soon. Okay. See, I thought part of your stress was also like worrying that the plan wouldn't come together and we'd be upset. But I mean, it was a lot of things. You can't separate one thing mm-hmm. as a cause, but. Moving across the country, mm-hmm. leaving my friends, starting a new career, having that career actually be school and not knowing what you're going to do. And then, you know, you're, I'm leaving my friends behind. These are, you guys are my new friends <laughs> in Ohio at the time being. And, you know, we're already kind of, mm-hmm. you know, getting used to each other. That's a nice way to put it at this point. <laughs> And, you know, just a lot of personal stuff going on. And then you spent, like, the next two weeks at our house, basically. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, we did take, like, a week break. We took a week. Yeah. yeah. But, no, see, it's funny because I thought part of it was you worrying about the plan. And I was going to say, like... Oh, and that was it, too. Well, because I, I was going to say, like, you should not worry about what we think of your plan because we're just going to be happy clams no matter what. <laughs> it's like, we're so, like... The bar for us is so low and, like, you're so... Uh, meticulous with planning these things that it's like guaranteed that we'll be happy about it. <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah. Um, I don't know, Monument Valley for me was just like such a incredible place to be because it just felt like you were in this ancient land like with the stone yeah. like mesas and everything. I feel kind of bad because when we got to Monument Valley I felt extremely tired hmm. that night so I didn't get to I feel like I wasn't able to appreciate it as much as I could have, mm. because I remember when we got there, all I wanted to do was lay down on that bed, and I did. Like I mean, <laughs> well, I did for for a lot of the night. I did. I came out, you know, towards the end when you had the fire, but I did go to bed early and I slept mm. a lot that day. Welcome, Matt Williams. Yeah. Um, one thing I say I'll say is that I really wish I had been able to get up for the sunset that you and Robbie caught. Sunrise. Or, yeah, the sunrise. Because it looked amazing. Like, oh, yeah. that just... But it was only for about two minutes. And then after that, it just became pretty overcast. Mm-hmm. It was only that two minutes as the sun rose up. Mm-hmm. And I was I was very glad that I caught that. I wouldn't have done that if I hadn't gone to bed so early. How did it feel to bypass the Grand Canyon on the road trip? This is Jonathan Mulberry. Um, actually, for me, at least, it wasn't a big deal because we talked about it. And we basically came to the conclusion that if we had gone to the Grand Canyon, the time we would have spent there wouldn't really have done it justice. Mm-hmm. So I would have much rather skip it and like plan a separate trip to go there and really appreciate it rather than just mm-hmm. make like a you know two hour stop there to just kind of walk around the rim and not really. Do I'd much. like to go back and actually hike it someday as a standalone video, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's what I mean. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, I think you can actually backpack too, but I've heard this also really hard. Um, Willie McKean says, I'm sure you'd be happy until with Thomas's plan until he drove you to Mexico by accident or something. <laughs> that wouldn't happen. That <laughs> happened with me. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I said that would happen. With oh. Me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think one thing I want to mention really quick is Tukum Carey, just because like we showed so little of that. Because that was our intended ending of the episode. Um... But you had actually bought a guitar in Albuquerque, mm-hmm. and we were like, oh, at least I was like, I know how this episode needs to end. <laughs> and you had come up with a really cool ditty, and we recorded it, and then afterwards we actually made a final version of the song and overlaid it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like when we do that, but but Tukum Carry for me, actually, it actually sticks out to me for some reason, because 
for me, there's something weirdly appealing about these like random small towns that nobody has ever heard of. And it's like such a seemingly mundane place compared to everywhere else we've been. But to me, it just felt really cool, like being in this middle of nowhere, which is a single point along this entire journey. Mm-hmm. And like, it's still a part in the road trip, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys get what I'm saying. I, no, I don't think I felt the same way, actually. Okay. <laughs> because that, well, sorry, I, I just want to say that was just where we camped, right? Right. There wasn't, we didn't see anything else there, technically, right? Not really, but. Yeah, so I feel like that didn't really stand out in my breakfast, memory. Breakfast that morning. That's true. But, you know, yeah. what you were saying about Kentucky, that one spot in Kentucky mm-hmm. that kind of stood out. That's true, yeah. Um, I took him care, yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. I just like those random little spots. Like, that's the appeal of a road trip to me is that there's really big, significant locations, mm-hmm. but there's also these little, smaller areas that, like, don't <laughs> seem as important, but they're still part of this entire thing connecting everything. Mm-hmm. What did Ford say in Westworld? You know, why do people keep coming back to the park of his Westworld? It's because people keep discovering things that only they've, mm, yeah. that they've discovered. And that's kind of the appeal, too, is, you know, you can go to the Grand Canyon... Millions of people have seen the Grand Canyon that year. Mm-hmm. You go to Tucumcari and you're like, wow, you know, this is something. That <laughs> wow, only, you're like nothing here. <laughs> <laughs> this is something that only like I feel like I I wasn't expecting this, and I feel like I've found something mm-hmm. that you know I can go and tell people I've discovered something. And it's also the experience. Like it's not just the destination, like the physical location, but also the experience you have is unique. Yeah. And like with us in Tucumcari, it's like. We had this random campsite, like, kind of near the road, but it was still really cool because it was just so windy. And it's like, <laughs> such a unique thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. So <laughs> Funny story about Tucumcari that night was Robbie, we slept in Robbie's, me and Andrew slept in Robbie's tent again, but we took the extra effort to actually set his tent up properly, which meant we oh, yeah. took the, the rope supports and tied down, like, mm-hmm. the extra sides. So actually, even though the wind was blowing really strong, and like the tent was shifting, it actually stayed up perfectly fine the whole night. Mm. Um, so we, <laughs> when we woke up and Thompson told us about how like how his tent was like caving in, we were like, oh, you we, didn't have, a, we did not have that problem. You had a tree blocking your wind. Too. Oh, yeah, I didn't have a tree blocking <laughs> my wind. I should have done that. Um, Erland Ang says, "What I really like about Adventure Archives is how realistic their videos are." Another travel show that I get really get inspired is Adventures. Oh no, I'll have to look into that. Um, Alex Tessman says regarding the trip. Has the experience of glamping with a bed and everything made you soft? Will you be able to go back to regular old plebeians sleeping on the ground? Yes, this weekend. <laughs> Actually, if anything... Actually, these plebeians in their tents, <laughs> they need to hammock it up. I got a hammock. I can... Oh, you got one? I've had one. Like a, re- like a camping hammock? Yeah. Oh, okay. Really? I think so. I did not know that. <laughs> um, what I will say is that actually, I think they both have appeals, and I loved that like glamping tent. But if anything, it really reinforced how much I love being in the wilderness and just like taking a journey that is purely hiking through the wilderness, mm. roughing it kind of. Honestly, I think it's less about the, like, if if we could have had um, a place like we had in Monument Valley at every campsite, I don't think it would have diminished, you know, the experience of camping and hiking. Because, like you said, it's it's about where you are and taking that in, like... Like, if you're talking about glamping as in, like, driving up to a place in an RV and staying at the RV, then no. Because that, I mean, we always, we don't want to, we don't, how do, how do I say it? Um, for us, getting out to that place is what we really enjoy. Mm. So, regardless of whether we're sleeping on an air mat or we have a tent with a bed in it. That's true. You know, that's sure, the night's sleep will be better, but it won't diminish any of the way we enjoy the place. For me, I think it's important to get a variety, whether you glamp 
sleep underneath mm-hmm. the stars, go in a tent, or go in an RV. You know, it's important to experience as many different ways as possible in whatever feels right at the time. Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. So I, I would <laughs> love to be able to go out there with a you know an SUV and have a camper on top and sleep and just sleep yeah. on my car at some point. Oh yeah, yeah. But the, also, the the ability to like just go out and whenever you want with like your car and just mm-hmm. sleep that would be great too because mm-hmm. sometimes you just want that variety yeah. everything's about variety jason bourgeois says he really enjoyed brian's guitar playing at the end of the episode thank you uh, matt williams says what is one thing about backpacking that gives you the motivation to go to that next trip soon um the lack of content <laughs> <laughs> uh i would say well the motivation that gets me to go on the next trip is I just eventually get that desire to want to go on one. I just love how it makes you feel because, like, like the road trip was super fun. But the backpacking, there's a aspect of it that's, like, kind of not fun, but in a way that makes you feel, like, rejuvenated. Like, you're hiking, you're breaking a sweat, but it makes you feel really good. So I, that's my answer. Uh, yeah, so... William McKean says, would you ever sleep on the bare ground with just a wool blanket like our mountain men? Yeah, absolutely. Like our forefathers, yes. You have, and you do. Mm-hmm. David Kay also says that he likes Thomas's L.A. adventures. Thanks, and... David Kay. You're a mm-hmm. trooper. Yeah, Matt Williams, exactly. It's the same feeling you get after a workout. It's like the endorphins are running. Like, backpacking is very much this, like, experience of reliving what it's like to have a really healthy lifestyle. <laughs> But I will say the road trip episode I, I also really like because there's just so much different things to see. Mm. So then I know we're kind of coming up on time. Mm. I got three questions for you guys. What was your least favorite part of the Southwest and just the Southwest? Mm. What was your favorite part about the Southwest? And then the third question is what are you most excited about the next episode without giving too much away? Mm. And we'll take turn. We'll take turns answering one question at a time, and then. So least favorite, most favorite. And so yeah, just most excited. Just answer least favorite for now. Okay. Um. Talking about the episode or the actual trip. Just, just the Southwest. No, I know, but I mean like just, just the, the Southwest experience that we had. The experience, okay. Hmm. I'll, tell you, I'll, I'll yeah, start with mine. Uh, when Andrew took forty-five minutes to get the. <laughs> <laughs> to get the uh, fire going in Zion because we were very what we didn't show was all right so we we drove from Vegas to Zion we hiked the mountain you guys hiked the narrows we got back we met up together back at the campsite and what we didn't show on the episode was we actually then left the campsite to go to a grocery store where we spent another 30 minutes at the grocery store. I forgot about that, that, too. That <laughs> then after that, we drove back into the park, which is, again, another, like, what, 10, mm-hmm. 15 minutes back into the park. And then we get there, and then you, you start filming and recording yourself doing the fire. So we really haven't eaten at this point for, like, 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is... It's funny, because in the episode, I say that I get hungry, and it's actually true. Like, if anything, I feel upset if I eat too much. But when I'm really hungry, I actually feel kind of good. <laughs> no. I mean, there's a certain limit, but... Well, and, and Robbie, Robbie had already tapped out at that point because he had an entire loaf of bread. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I was just... I, I, because I knew we were hungry, I bought two 
it's good bread. Too. Two cast, uh, two flat iron steaks, like two full cat. Flat, yeah, flat Robbie iron thought steaks. we wouldn't be able to eat it. I was like, yeah, he's like, you can't yeah, eat that. Well, that's like, because he just ate a whole oh, <laughs> bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was they're like, oh, well, fine. Now if now we're not going to be able to eat it because you just ate this loaf of bread, and you know this thing isn't going to stay, and Andrew's going to take another three hours to get this. Stupid thing. So anyway, that was my <laughs> least favorite part was that whole ordeal. The funny thing was too is that we bought the fire sticks mm-hmm. after the issue in Alabama foothills. Yeah, the and then you wood. never used them. Wait, the fat one? <laughs> yeah, no, I use that. Used the like you like used the sliver oh, of it. You did. You're like, I'm only gonna use a sliver because it's cheating if I use more. That's like, I was like, dang it, Andrew, just use the. <laughs> we bought it. Just use it. <laughs> so my least favorite. Part of the Southwest experience, I would say, would be one losing my boots because yep. for some reason I left them at oh, the right. campsite. But I also got a hole in them anyway uh, from the narrows. But and, you could have gotten them. Yeah. And I think two would be like just constantly having chapped lips. <laughs> really? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I had chapstick, you know that, right? No, I mean I would use it, but it would still get chapped really easily. And also bloody noses. I had a lot of bloody noses. Yeah. <laughs> okay, funny side story. Wait, did you oh, tell us? No, story? yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. No, I feel like we talked about it at least one point. No, we might have. It yeah. was in the but last. In podcast. Vegas, I was like <laughs> Andrew took. We were showering after we'd just gotten to Vegas, and my nose Andrew started shower, Yeah, shower. Andrew took the shower first in our in our room, and he comes out of the bathroom with a tissue in his nose, and he's like, "If you see blood in the shower, <laughs> don't worry." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> he's like, "I got a bloody nose." And I'm like, "Well, why didn't you wipe it up?" <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> Andrew and Brian are truly brothers. <laughs> so, what's your least favorite? Mm. I mean, if you don't have one, that's fine, too. <laughs> well, I would say my least favorite was Chukum Carry. But oh, yeah. that doesn't to say that it was bad. It's just that I feel that was the least memorable part for me. Of that's the actually Southwest. like a completely Robbie's logical, like, logical monster answer. frisbee. <laughs> no, that's like a very logical answer. <laughs> well, because see, all I remember is getting to that campsite when it was dark. Not knowing where to camp, so we just chose this dinky little campsite, <laughs> which was in, it was like the whole place was empty. But and then um, just sitting in the wind and then sleeping in a very windy tent. I mean, that is all it was. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Next question. What's your favorite part? Mm, for me, okay. For me, it was just like the campsites, uh, especially Zion. Like Zion was really fun, even though we were all bickering. It was really fun mm. and really hilarious. And also, I, uh, Monument Valley, the tent site there, I just remember feeling real. I feel bad because this was like the opposite of your experience. I was like, Zion was great. You know, we were all making fun of Thomas. And then, like, Monument Valley was great. I was all relaxed. And like, I just remember feeling like, oh, wow. Thomas wasn't there because he was asleep. <laughs> no, you were awake, weren't you? I was asleep. Oh, okay. But I just remember thinking, like, wow, like, this is incredible. And I'm just sitting here in the evening taking it all in. So that's my answer. For me, it was Antelope Canyon. Because oh, I had, yeah. I had that seen that, like, you hear and see about it constantly. And then to actually go there and just literally be like, this is exactly what it looks like in the pictures. It is, it's not exaggerated. It was crazy. Like, it, there's, it's so unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On a side note, the reason there's so little footage is because there's apparently a rule, right? Yeah, it's like, like I don't it, there's some weird rule, yeah, but yeah. so. What's your thing? Um, waking up and driving to McDonald's <laughs> to have the Wait, one, are you serious? to have the one dollar uh, sausage burrito for three hundred. Who's paying you? Where's Where's Ronald McDonald and what did he do with Thomas? <laughs> like, is he there? <laughs> like, he's like peeking in through the window. Seriously, how much are they paying you? <laughs> They're paying me so much. Um, the drive, just driving it all. 
uh, one of the goals that I had was I wanted to make the entire drive from Los Angeles <laughs> back to Ohio by myself. And I loved every iota of it. Being able just to put your foot on the pedal, go as fast as you want and drive and weave through the desert and looking through all that and not taking a single break. And I loved riding with Thomas See, and, no, being, that's and being able to sleep without any guilt. I was going to say, Thomas is like the sort of godsend in a friend group because like he's the one person who really likes driving. It's like, oh yes, please, by all means. It was like the nine hour drive that we did the next uh, in the next episode from Tucumcari down to Austin. Mm-hmm. I was like, sure. <laughs> I will say, like, the driving in the Southwest was really easy, though, because it, the scenery was constantly amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, next question. What, without giving too much away, are you most excited to share about the next part of the road trip, the last part mm. of the road trip? Should we limit to, like, one word or something? Or? Just a couple sentences, okay. a couple, couple lines. I'll start. Um, some ancestral, distant ancestral food of mine. Mm-hmm. Me, it has to be two things. One involves a hot bubbly, <laughs> hot bubbly tub, <laughs> and the other involves a not hot and not bubbly body of water and some paddles. <laughs> For me, I would have to agree. For me, it has to do with some canoeing and the meal afterwards. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That was good. Man, that was a great portion of the road trip <laughs> it's great though because like i feel like each road trip episode has gotten successively better mm-hmm. like and just more interesting stuff i don't mm-hmm. know so this is going to probably be the most unique mm-hmm. the next episode is probably going to be the most unique thing we've ever done mm-hmm. i think you're all in for a treat yes and there's a lot of good variety too yeah um all right, all right so I think that's about does it. I, do we want to scroll through some quick questions and see if there's anything? Before? I've been I was, watching. yeah. Really okay. Been asking. All right. Well, uh, thank you everybody for joining us on the live stream. Thank you to you who is watching this on the YouTube channel right now. Um, for real, like we really appreciate your viewership. We appreciate all our supporters on Patreon as well. Hmm. If you want to watch the episode right now, go to Patreon.com/adventure. And also, we're gonna show a blooper teaser at the end of this podcast, but. That's like the bloopers and commentaries are really great, and I think you're gonna really laugh at the bloopers from this one because there's just you get to see we we couldn't fit all of it in the episode, but you get to see even more of our like bickering. (laughs) The bloopers are you know people are are always like oh you guys are so much like are you at all what you are in real life Mm -hmm. from the episodes and I said no watch the bloopers. (laughs) Bloopers are a you know slightly less uh profane version of uh of our experiences together yeah yeah so i i don't know that's pretty much all i have to say um but yeah thank you all so much for watching any final thoughts um no all right remember to like remember to subscribe share it with your friends sign up on patreon and here is the blooper teaser enjoy it's kind of a sucky uh Sucky fire here, not a lot. <laughs> yeah, Thomas. Sucky human. <laughs> you gotta make sure we clean it up all right, too. There's anything that I can do. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for running. Womp. Womp. You know, just worry going on to the next thing. <laughs>